welcome to the Pasho Perspective, a place where I share my perspective on everything in the space between life and death. I'm your host, Pasho. Well, my Pachos Chachos, today we're going to be talking about a, an, an interview I saw with Tucker Carlson where he was interviewing the Hungarian Prime Minister, Viktor Orban. And I got to tell you, man, I really liked what he had to say. Uh, specifically, and this is really the only part that I'm going to focus on in today's episode, is when he was talking about two types of people uh, that are pretty much making up the culture. One side is the me, my, mine uh, part of society that believes that life is all about themselves, you know, everything that goes against what I have been preaching over the last year. That you instead you need to swallow your ego, humble yourself, serve other people, recognize that the story is not about you, but about the impact and relationships and the influence that you have for future generations. Because even after you die, life will continue to move forward. So how could the story be about you? But people think like that, right? They're motivated by money. Why? Because they want to buy all the things that they want. You know, you even have these celebrities who are, um, you know, paying to rent out women's wombs so they can have children because they are so narcissistic and selfish and vain that they don't want to ruin their body, you know, because that's their money maker. And so they'll pay someone else to put their body in that position and then they will steal the child out of its mother's arm because the womb that incubates the child is the mother, not the person who buys it off like a sack of grain from a farmer. You know, Chrissy Teigen, it's disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourself. But anyway, no one specifically, you know, just in general. And they're the same people who will fight to the end to support delusions because, again, it's selfishly relative to them. I want to justify my existence, my delusion. And so I'm going to fight for this or because my child exists in this delusion, I'm going to selfishly fight for this child, forsake the rest of the world. Who cares? Me, my, mine is more important than anyone else. And what a disgusting society that creates. We're living in it right now. All these selfish people robbing Home Depots, apparently stealing power drills so they can feed their children. Garbage. Stealing clothes like that one heifer packing up the back of her truck with nothing but expensive steaks. Disgustingly selfish. Divorce. Incredibly selfish. You know, and you have these celebrities who are like pushing this idea that, well, it's time for me now. Right? Like Kim Kardashian, when she reached her 40s and divorced Kanye West and says, now I'm going to start working on me. You have worked on you your whole life. Okay, you haven't thought about anybody else but you, you insane narcissist. What would be any different? You threw away your husband, you threw away your children's stability so that you can have sex with some tall loser from SNL. Sorry, Pete Davidson, but you're a joke. Yeah, way to maintain all those relationships, huh? Yeah, you get these boss babes and then they dump you like the loser that you are because you're only fun for a little bit. You got nothing of value to actually offer. Yeah, you can make them laugh and then your jokes get stale like your characters on SNL. And then Victor Orban then talks about you, my pachos chachos, the people that I love 
performing for and talking to. Those who recognize and agree with me that the story is not about us. Who recognize the truth that the stream of humanity will move forward even after our deaths. So how could it be about us? And so instead we are here to serve. Not serve ourselves. To serve others. Primarily to serve my Father above. To serve our God. To offer up our lives as a living sacrifice. Not falling in love with the material world that makes you an arrogant, selfish prick. No thank you. How about family next? We know that family is more important than I, me, my, mine mentality. My wife is my first priority. That's why she's happy. That's why my family's happy. And she puts me as her first priority. You see, I don't have to think about me because I found a partner who always thinks about me. And she doesn't have to think about herself because she found a partner in me that always thinks about her. You see, that's the beauty of reciprocation. That's the beauty of finding someone that you can trust and be loyal to and dream a dream together in the future. Even after your children leave the nest, you still have each other. It's about helping your brothers, your sisters. When your parents get older or your grandparents get older, it's about being there for them and helping them enjoy the last moments of their life to let them repeat the story that you've heard a hundred times because they have forgotten that they told you a hundred times. But you know what? When you were a little kid, they had to listen to your story a hundred times. It's the least we can do when they get older. We take care of them. We honor them. And by doing that, we show our children that when I am at that age where I can no longer take care of myself, I only hope and pray that you will give me the same honor as I showed you by honoring your grandparents. See, that's a beautiful thing to pass down. That's a beautiful thing to collect and pass down that stream of life and time and humanity to your children. So you live for God. And when you give your life up to God, when you make that sacrifice of ego and you start opening yourself up to what he would like you to do, which in the end is what is always best for you, then your life becomes enriched. When you give your life up for your family, your family then reciprocates their lives for you. And there's nothing but love in that house. And remember, God is love. There's no such thing as love is love, especially when it goes against God's rule, because then, no, I'm sorry, it's lust, it's selfishness. You are rationalizing your sinful, disgusting, arrogant ways. And the third thing that Victor Orban also talked about, that we should be willing to give up our ego, is for our country. That's how we have had great men and women in our military, because we had great men and women who thought about their country and their fellow countrymen and the rights that their country protects and represents, and they put it all on the line. Some of them sacrificed their lives for us. Some of them sacrificed their sanity and deal with PTSD every day, and oftentimes homelessness and the disgust disgusting Biden administration kicking out veterans to replace them with border-jumping criminals is criminal in itself. 
And those people, I'm sorry, that's selfish to skip the line in front of everybody who's waited, to just feel like you have an entitlement to the American tax dollar to put you on welfare. You're selfish. And that is not a lesson to teach your kid. Hey, son, because of our skin color, you can just sit on your butt and the government will pay you for being what you are. You don't have to have ambition. You don't have to work. You don't have to evolve. (laughs) And then you can teach that to your kid, right? What a great lesson. No, I don't think so. It's selfish to take other people's money when you can but refuse to work for it. You put your country first. I need to work to make my country better. In the words of a famous Democrat, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. What happened to those liberals? See, those were the Democrats that I got behind when I was young because I loved that idea. Why do I need welfare when I have two hands, a healthy body, a strong mind, education top-notch? I'll make my own riches. Instead of the government giving me a fish every day, I'm going to teach my son how to fish. And in a day, instead of only getting one fish, I'll teach him how to get ten. And then I'll teach him about commerce and capitalism. That you can keep this one fish today and sell the other nine to make a profit. Or you can divide those 10 fish that you had and not have to go fishing for the next 10 days, always knowing you're going to have a meal a day. Then you can start showing generosity and compassion. You can maybe save five. All you need is a week. And then you can fish again, get another 10. And the other five you donate to charity. You donate to those who can't go fishing, to those who don't have the tools to go fishing, to those who are too old to go fishing, to those who are too young to go fishing. See, that's where the generosity spurns. When you gain financial wealth, you're not doing it for your selfish self. You are gaining financial wealth because then you can do what God's will is, which is to give generously. To not let one hand know what you're doing with the other. That you give money away and let that be what it is. When you lend money to your friends, it's a gift. If you want to pay me back, that's up to you. But if you never pay me back, I'm not going to get mad at you because I was in a position to help you. Because I work hard in case my family has an emergency, or needs help, or needs a foundation and a rock to lean upon. And then I teach my children to be that rock. See, I think about my God. I think about my family. I think about my country. And maybe I think about myself next. I don't know. I might think of other things. I might think of dogs. Love dogs. I might think of dolphins. Love them too. I might think of the beautiful people I've met in Ecuador who are impoverished and could use a little help. See, that is why we should want to do great things, to honor God, to honor our family, and to help our country to those who can't do will help. So I thought what the prime minister of Hungary said was spot on and incredible. And I know there's a lot of liberals and Democrats out there who hate what he said because their life is all about them. 
It's all about their convenience. I mean, look at abortion. That is the most selfish thing a person can do. Because my life is even more important than my child. My own flesh and blood and DNA, I will sacrifice so that I can continue living single and partying and drinking and smoking and sinning and polluting myself. Instead of the way it should be, I will sacrifice myself, my dreams and goals for the dreams and goals of my children. And once they've achieved those goals, once they followed my path and gotten their own family and become then the alpha of that unit, I'm going to go back to my dreams. And right now I've been living a couple of dreams out because my children are at an age where daddy is allowed some free time. I've been teaching myself how to play the ukulele. I've been teaching myself through Duolingo how to parler français. I've been writing. I've been speaking to you. I feel everything in my life at school, at my work in the school is going fabulously. I think my students love the messages that I have to give them. I think they like the idea in finding meaning in their life instead of being gluttonous and vain and self-centered to find purpose and meaning in family. See, I don't lie to them and tell them a job is the most important thing. I don't lie to them and tell them that the amount of money you make is the most important thing. They can see it on my face every day. What makes me run, what drives me, what fulfills me and brings me more joy than anything in this world is my family. And my students are an extension of that family. I hang out with them 90 minutes a day for 180 days out of the year. How could I not love them? And you don't think I, being a teacher, would sacrifice some of my own free time to help a child write an essay, a resume, an application to college or a scholarship? I do. That's one of the beauties of being a teacher is I get to help other people. And it makes me feel good. I don't think about myself when I'm at work. I don't think about do my students know my pronouns because it's not about me. It's about their education. It's about raising them right so that society won't despise them when they become adults. So that I, in society, when I'm confronted with them, am not disgusted by what I see. I want to make the world a better place for all of us. I have been recommending all the things that I did, like Jordan B. Peterson and David D. Burns and Amy Cuddy and Shasta Nelson and Jonathan Haidt, because I want you, my beautiful Pachos Chachos, to find joy as I have found it. I was once miserable, living my selfish, gluttonous, sinful life, and it brought me very little joy. Made me happy for 15 seconds. But as I've always preached, there's always the 16th second. And what are you going to do then? And when you live a selfish life, I mean, there's only so many times you can get drunk. There's only so many times you can pass out. There's only so many times you can give yourself meaninglessly to somebody who doesn't care about you before you start feeling like a cheap piece of meat. When I stopped thinking about myself and started thinking about what do you want me to do, God? I'm tired of fighting you. I'm tired of doing what I want to do and it blow up in my face. 
my God, my Father, what do you want me to do? And when I asked that question, that's when things really got good. And right now, I couldn't be happier. Thank you, Lord. I feel so blessed. Thank you, Lord, for protecting my family in Tampa and all the families in Tampa. Thank you, Lord, for our life that we will not throw away because we will appreciate it and we will fulfill your purpose that you put us here, Lord. Well, thank you guys for listening to me as always. Have a wonderful week. God bless. Pachos Chachos for life.